0: Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Zach, we uh, took a week off last week, my fault. How are we doing? Hey, uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, It's been a good week for StrongSide. Been a good few weeks for StrongSide. Uh, oh yeah, riding a
1: three-game winning streak.
0: Yeah, after Jordan uh, called my team out, told me I was going to get the ice bucket, <laughs> um, we're, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Yeah. We're, we're coming through. So we'll talk about that a little bit at Picks of the Week. But uh, Zach, I feel like we need to start this episode with something I probably never thought I would do. Okay. Um, you know, being an Alabama fan, yeah, uh, I never thought I would play this on, is this maybe the first time ever we played this okay. on the podcast, right? Is I, that true?
1: I don't know. I feel like we played it before. Did we play I it last episode? No,
0: I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how long I can take it. Here we go. Okay, Okay, that's all. That's it. (laughs) Uh, No, no, no. Uh, Are you? It's a big week, Am I? I'm a. I'm a. I'm an Alabama fan since I was eight years old, man. Kind of
1: coming over to the Tennessee side now, or
0: something. You know, I'm not mad about it.
1: You're rooting for Tennessee on
0: Saturday, though, right? I mean, I'm kind of rooting for Tennessee to win the whole stinking thing. Like, why not? Win the whole thing. Yeah. This is the year. If you're going to do it, do it. Win the whole stinking thing. Yep. Uh, Beat Bama in the SEC championship. I don't care. Win the whole thing. Yeah. So, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for all of my Vols fan friends that are excited. I'm not a hater. I've probably watched more Vols football than Alabama football this year. I'm not a hater. Yeah. So It should
1: be fun Saturday.
0: Saturday is going to be wild. I'm yeah. going to be uh, at a worship conference in Little Rock, Arkansas. So mm-hmm. I feel bad for uh, whatever speaker is yeah. up speaking when that game. What time's that game? Do you know? I don't
1: know. I'm not sure. Yeah.
0: Alabama plays LSU. And that's a that's a big game too. So big weekend in college football. Yes. Uh, way more interested in that than the World Series. Yeah. For Although, sure. uh, Bryce Harper, just, just mentioned that dude. Oh, Who yeah. Does. Yeah. What a postseason for Bryce Harper. And that's all the postseason of Major League Baseball will get from us. Although one year ago today, one year ago today, Max Freed got stepped on. Yes. The ankle. The ankle step.
1: Yes. And Soler hit a ball out of the ballpark.
0: And did you have you seen the video of Max Freed in the dugout when Solaire hit the home run? No. You need to look it up because yeah. he he was in such a zone at that moment. He didn't even acknowledge the home run happened. I love it. He was sitting stone faced like nothing happened. And, uh, and Solaire had just hit a ball to Saturn. Yeah. Um, one of the coolest moments probably in my life, watching baseball was that home run.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it's great. It never gets old.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, whatever this year,
1: Okay. Uh, I'll,
0: I'll just remember last year. Yeah. So um let's uh <laughs> let's move past college football and move past major league baseball and take a trip around the league. Let's take a trip around the league. Zach, there's only one thing to really talk about, and that's trades. Yes. Just lots and lots of, of NFL trades. I'm not going to lie, to
1: know that yesterday was the trade deadline. I thought it was a little a little bit later, and um, it the deadline was happening.
0: Yesterday. Your your first text to me was the Calvin Ridley trade.
1: Yeah, like I mean, the was,
0: like the what in the world trade.
1: Yeah, that was just like the craziest one. Um, it was just it was a wild trade deadline. It felt like the NBA always has a great trade trade deadline. Um, and a lot of times the NFL is a snooze fest, but, uh, man, they were making some moves yesterday. It was sponsored by, uh, H and F industries. <laughs>
0: That's true. So, uh, Zach, what I want to do is i want to go through a list of these trades and I just want you to tell me if these trades are, uh, make the fantasy value of the player better or worse for the team okay. that has them. Okay. So I'm just going to quickly read through these things. Uh, Naheem Hans goes to Buffalo Tecmo Power Runners has him. Uh, Congratulations. Is this, yeah. You think so?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's big for them.
0: I mean this he's a he's a PPR machine for Josh Allen, right?
1: Yes. Yep. He um you know I, I just think that he was always just kind of annoying for a couple years there with the Colts because he could always just get you know like the PPR points like you're saying. So I just think putting him in the the Buffalo Bills Offense is only going to help him, you know. So, um, I think that's big for uh, Tecmo.
0: He climbs into the flex spot and just stays the rest of the season, probably. Yeah, for Tecmo. Uh, Chase Claypool goes to Chicago. Big Orange Bullies has Chase Claypool. Does that move him uh, higher in their lineup?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think so. I think you got to at least hope that uh, ju- you know, Justin Fields has been looking good last few weeks and. Adding Chase Claypool cannot hurt it.
0: Does it help Mooney or hurt Mooney? I think it hurts him. Yeah. I mean, uh, I,
1: I think, but you know, at the same time, could pull some uh, attention to Chase Claypool and and then uh, Mooney's open. So you know, it'll be interesting to see for sure.
0: Yeah. Jeff Wilson Jr. goes to Miami. Isaiah forty-one. Isaiah forty thirty-one has Jeff Wilson Jr. Does that matter?
1: Yes, and that may have saved. Um, Jordan want is in from the ice bucket and we can get to that when we talk about the trades, but, uh, yeah, that, that is huge for, yeah. uh, for
0: Jordan. Chase Edmonds goes to Denver. I have Chase Edmonds. Does that matter?
1: No. And, um, it's just an ugly situation in Denver. Who knows? It's a flip of the coin over there.
0: That's all I needed was another Denver player. Yeah. I'm, I'm really yeah. glad that I'm really glad that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Ridley goes to Jacksonville. He's currently a free agent. Should somebody pick him up?
1: No. No, we're not a dynasty league or a keeper league. So Right, right.
0: Um, a couple of IDPs. Bradley Chubb uh, goes to Miami. He's had one 18-point week, one 16-point week, then a 6-3, 2-4, and 2-point week. Is he worth a pickup? He's a free agent.
1: Uh, I think you got to wait and see, especially with a lot of used defensive players, uh, to see where it, how it shakes out, and especially the first week back you can't expect him to probably play the full complement of snaps yeah. but um i think that does help miami's dst overall
0: roquan smith goes to baltimore uh and he's an idp machine is this an upgrade for kevin um
1: you know i don't know um yeah he is he's been a stud um but i'm not sure if that's really going to be an upgrade or not i think it's probably the same for him
0: um going over to baltimore yeah, and it's like a system issue, right? Like he was right. settled in. He was dialed in. He was scoring points like crazy. You just have to the, wait and see, right? The thing
1: is, like Chicago's defense was on the, the field a lot more mm. than Baltimore's defense, I am I am assuming.
0: Yeah, yeah. But who knows? Uh, and the last two we'll cover, uh, just because we haven't talked in a couple weeks, but uh, first one is Christian McCaffrey goes to San Francisco. Uh, there is no need to to decide whether this was an upgrade or not for Cameron Reed. Yeah. This is massive, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. When when's the last time that we had the second overall fantasy pick get traded in the middle
0: of the season? For like for what felt like peanuts and uh throws a touchdown, runs for a touchdown, and receives a touchdown last Sunday.
1: Yeah. What stunk was in my other league, I had Eli Mitchell and Jeff Wilson Jr. <laughs> and so <laughs> so uh I dropped Jeff Wilson and I picked up Deontay Foreman. And then, before the game on Sunday, I was like, I'm not even going to mess with this Carolina backfield, and I dropped Deontay Foreman, who just went off. Oh, no. Yes. Wow. Bad bad situation. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and the last one is uh, TJ Hawkinson gets traded to Minnesota, probably as far as yesterday was concerned. um, I was more intrigued by this one than probably any other. Um, Cam also has TJ Hawkinson. Is this an upgrade for
1: Cameron? I'm not so sure on this one. And, and this was the first trade where it kind of made me think is the trade deadline today. Cause that's, mm. this one kind of happened earlier in the day. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, we had Irv Smith jr. And um, you know, you would think that Kirk cousin's going to be throwing the ball a lot, but it seemed like Irv Smith just kept getting like maybe four or five receptions at most. And I felt like uh, with Detroit and Hawkinson, he might be getting a little bit more than that. I would have to look at the stats. He was but, tied in.
0: Uh, he was tied in five on the season.
1: What? Cl- click on his his uh note right there. Let me see his receptions. Okay, so yeah, he was targeted seven, seven, four, twelve, four, five, four. So besides that, twelve that one week in week four, he was targeted twelve times. I think it'll pretty much be the same. It might be a little bit of an upgrade though in that offense if they can get it going.
0: Yeah, Irv Smith was targeted two, eight, six, four, five, four. Yep. Yeah, so I think.
1: I think uh it might
0: be a little bit of an upgrade for him. For sure, for sure. Well, uh enough of enough from us. Uh two big trades for your team. I think that earns you a spot with Call of the Week. Let's go to our Call of the Week with Cameron Reed, the manager of the Golden Eagle Football Club. It's time for the Call of the Week.
1: We are joined by the newest manager of the Camelball Fantasy Football League podcast league and it is cameron of the golden eagle football club cameron thank you for joining us happy to be here hey uh tell us a little bit about the the state of your team right now actually you know what before we do that how many leagues do you do fantasy football wise Uh, i'm in five leagues
2: right now Four four of those are redraft two of them keeper and then there's one of them that is a dynasty league wow which one uh do you like keeper or dynasty more uh, I'm starting to like the dynasty a lot, just for the uh, the sort of the, the way you can trade future years draft picks, um, wow. and the uh, the way it handles kind of having rookies. You can have a you can have a taxi squad of rookies that um, may not be super involved this year, but they don't take up a roster spot, so you can hold on to them until next year. The fun wow. format. Yeah, what's the you guys got
1: any penalties for coming in last place in those? Anything funny?
2: Uh, we're talking about our penalty for our, uh, our dynasty league. Uh, one option that's been thrown out is whoever comes in last place has to go pay for and take the ACT. <laughs> oh man. So I'm really hoping that one wins. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, winner of that league gets a Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
1: Um, so I guess you've had eight weeks now. What's your thoughts on our league with the draft, everything, um back you know you you can go back all the way back to the draft day what did you think about um how everything's gone so far
2: i mean draft day was great i left the draft feeling like i had the best team in the league um maybe not feeling the same way now sitting at three and five Uh, but it's been a pleasure it's been a a joy having the podcast to listen to each week it's um it's funny getting all the trade requests from you guys at (laughs) hnf
1: yeah have you got (laughs) have you got any other trade requests yet
2: uh, I've gotten a couple nothing nothing of interest, nothing that I've accepted right, yeah, but uh I think rich sent me one at one point
1: yeah, yeah
2: Swifted um rejected that
1: and uh tell before we get too far into this, tell the league about you have a podcast and and a network and stuff, so kind of tell everybody about that and how they can
2: uh subscribe to that yeah, so me and a couple of my buddies we've got uh we've got our own website we've got our it's quote unquote company next season sports media um and we uh that's just kind of like our umbrella for the podcast that we do we've got it started with my friend drew and my friend jacob they started a podcast called NFLAs, where they just go through each week's games and they pick them see who there's gonna say who they think is gonna win and then drew started another one with another one of our friends brendan called the good nba podcast where they just talk about Uh, what's going on in the NBA each week. Uh, And that led to our podcast that we started at the beginning of this season, the Super Fantasy Brothers. Um, And all those podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, anywhere else you get your podcasts. Um, Basically, we are doing it for fun and seeing if it turns into something uh, at some point down the road. Our website, we periodically post some sports articles on there as well. Uh, But Super Fantasy Brothers, each week we just uh, talk about uh, the league and the state of it in terms of how it relates to fantasy football. So we do like a waiver wire watch each week. We do uh, an update on our fantasy leagues because each of us are in multiple leagues. We've got a segment on there, um, Bulls, bears, and busts, players that we think will underperform, players that we think will overperform, um, good buy low, sell high candidates, things like that. Uh, so really, a catch-all for all sorts of fantasy news. None of us are experts, but all of us enjoy doing. It. So
1: yeah, I've I've enjoyed listening uh, to the episodes, and it is funny to hear you talk about our league a couple times <laughs> here and there. So uh, guys, if you can, be sure to check out his uh, podcast again. It's the Super Fantasy Brothers, and uh, they got the other the other ones as well. Um, so hey, let's talk about the NFL trade deadline. I mean, were were you even aware that it was yesterday? I had no idea until you just said it. I, I didn't either. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, I guess the first thing that made me kind of think about it was seeing the Hawkinson trade that mm-hmm. came yesterday uh, yeah. morning. How do you feel about that? With uh, all the trades that went down, because it, it did affect your team maybe the most out of the league, you know, with uh, your players. So, what what are your thoughts on the the trade? Any like big winners or
2: losers or anything like that? Um. I'm interested to see how Hawkinson fits into that Minnesota offense. You know, they drafted Irv Smith and there's, he was supposed to be a big, a big deal for them this year. And he hasn't done much at the tight end position. So I'll be very interested to see how Kirk cousins uses him. Um, I'm hoping it's a lateral move at quarterback going from Jared Goff to cousins. I'm not super positive. that it's an upgrade. It might be a bit of a downgrade, (laughs) but we'll see. Um, Biggest, I think impact for me is the fact that Cam Akers didn't get traded. Uh, drafted him pretty early and has not done anything for the Rams. Been in the doghouse the whole year, pretty much. Yeah. So what
1: a, what a roller coaster. I mean, it seemed like he was about uh, to break out and start mm-hmm. doing well. And then all of a sudden he's like, but basically not on the team. It feels like.
2: Yeah. Great performance in the playoffs last year. And now he has 22 points on the whole season. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you were, you were hoping he was going to get moved, right?
2: Yeah, I was really hopeful for a trade and somewhere where he'd get a lot of touches. I do have uh, Kyron Williams also on the Rams. He's supposed to be coming back from injured reserve soon, so maybe that'll shore uh, yeah. up the loss there a bit. Right. Yeah, and then uh, the the biggest news of all, I think, was
1: McCaffrey going to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, what you, I mean that that's worked out well for you, obviously.
2: <laughs> yeah, it got me uh, 41 points against yeah. L.A., so that was a pretty big. Pretty big move. Um, you know, it it was uh, interesting when I first heard it happen. I didn't know what the fantasy impact would look like because he's obviously going from a team uh, in Carolina where he is the only offensive weapon uh, to San Francisco where you got guys like George Kittle, George Kittle, rather, Debo Samuel. Um, so I was curious to see how he fits into the offense, but uh, Shanahan likes to run the ball a lot. So it's working out for me so far.
1: Yeah, I think he was the first player to... Throw, catch, and rush a touchdown, maybe, or he was at least one of the few. So, yeah, Uh, he got you 41 something points, I think, last week. So, Yeah. Um, yeah, McCaffrey's looking good. That was, I mean, I can't remember the last time we've had one of the first picks in the NFL, you know, the fantasy drafts at least. Yeah. Get traded in the middle of the season is just crazy. So, that's huge. Did you, when you went into the draft, was it you were definitely getting McCaffrey? You felt like,
2: yeah, with where I was. Uh, with that pick, I was pretty set on McCaffrey. I figured Taylor would go first, which I wasn't too upset by, um, and I, I felt confident in McCaffrey, so feeling good about that pick still now. Yeah. Um,
1: so currently, coming off of a loss to the West Coast Wombats, which is kind of awkward, kind of awkward uh, with uh, yeah. with uh, old Matt Collins there at the office. So, uh, any discussion between you guys building up to the matchup or after? Uh, just take
2: us into that that matchup. I I don't know if our relationship can be repaired. Um, <laughs> I've sent in several applications at other places looking for new employment. <laughs> um, my was biggest it, prospect was Floser, but now that's not an option with Courtney. <laughs> there too. You know, there's it's looking bleak for me. Yeah, yeah. We haven't spoken in months now. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: and and you were supposed to have a meeting after this with Matt, right? I was
2: supposed to have a meeting after this with Matt Collins. That is correct. And uh, he canceled it. He has declined. Yeah.
1: Wow. <sighs> okay. Well, was it close going into the the Monday night matchup there? 159, 153, like you guys lost, or you lost yeah. by exactly six points.
0: Yahoo had it a
2: 5050 shot.
1: Oh man.
2: He yeah. had Nick Chubb and Joe Burrow. I have T Higgins. Oh man. Goodness gracious. Wow. Um, I needed just like a couple more passes to go to T Higgins and I would have been fine. And I also needed the Cincinnati defense to not let Chubb run all over him. But right, man, I, I heard somewhere
1: on one of the sports uh, talk shows that the over under for Joe Burrow in Vegas to throw a touchdown or a touchdown's thrown was one and a half. And I thought, Whoa, you know, for, for them yeah. to think that he may not throw over one touchdown. Um, but Hey, they know what they're they're talking about apparently because uh, yeah. he could not. So, um, so you are only two points behind Jake in league pick 'em. So, do you have a certain strategy going into that each week? Are you kind of waiting till the last minute, or do it early? What is your strategy? I usually pick
2: on Thursdays. I picked uh, today actually. I picked on Wednesday this week. Um, but I like to uh like to have the pick 'em done on my computer while I can look at the match on my phone. For the most part, I pick myself every week um doesn't really work but I do it <laughs> <laughs> um and I yeah. try to pick like one or two upsets every week but other than that I usually pick whichever team's projected from yeah points.
1: and you had a seven and oh week I think, I think yeah a couple weeks uh, ago which really moved you up the the ranks there week six yeah week six I got all seven yeah um so before we let you go one who do you like with the New England quarterback controversy for those that don't know uh Cam is a a Patriots fan. So, uh,
2: which, which quarterback do you like there? Do you want? Uh, I want Mac Jones on the field. Uh, Bailey Zappi did well with the system that we put him into. Um, but Mac Jones has a better deep throw. He's more accurate on those deep balls. He has another dimension to the offense, um, which Zappi, Zappi will work fine because we've got the two running backs that are pretty good Stevenson and Harris. Yeah. Like I said, Jones adds another dimension. Jones can do everything that Zappy can do. Uh, we've seen Jones struggle to get at the beginning of the season because they've run a bit more of an open offense. The interceptions he's throwing are on deep balls, things like that. Um, so I'd like, honestly, I'd like to see Jones in a quarterback with a system that's dialed back a little bit, maybe play a little bit more like when we have Zappy on the field, let him throw some short passes, but then open it up every now and again versus the sort of full throttle approach they've taken at the beginning of the season. And uh...
1: Who are you liking this week? You're facing Isaiah forty thirty one. Um, What do you think about your matchup this week? You're going to pick uh, yourself and pick them?
2: I got to pick myself this week. I, I picked against myself last week, and I got that one right. That was the first time I picked yeah. against myself all year.
1: You got McCaffrey on a bye this week. It's going to be a little bit rough.
2: Yeah, but I got to pick myself. I can't yeah. pick against myself back-to-back weeks. Um, I'm hoping. I'm waiting to set my lineup for sure. Until I hear if uh, Kyron Williams is going to come off the IR or not, because ah, okay. so that could be a could be a big boost for me. Yeah, um, my projected total is pretty low right now. I've got two zeros in my lineup. So
1: yeah, I saw you got Ronnie, the Ronnie Rivers guy as well. Yeah, so you're all over the the Rams backfield there. Somebody,
2: just, somebody's got to get points. I've got Darrell in another league, and he doesn't get points. So somebody in that backfield's got to get yeah. points. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And you got to be pleasantly surprised kind of with, with Zeke
2: so far. Yeah. Uh I mean, other than, I had been terrible. Other than the injury, he's been pretty <laughs> solid. Yeah. A um, couple of big games here and there, 17 and a 15 the past few weeks uh, after quite a few duds to start the season. Um But Tony Pollard exploding when Zeke gets hurt, doesn't help him <laughs> when Zeke gets back. So yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um so, before our trade deadline in the league, which is November 19th, um, is there anything that you were looking to trade for or any weakness on your team that you want the
2: league to know that you need? That running back room is weak right now, honestly. You know, I've got McCaffrey. He's my, he's my top guy. And then Zeke, who is hurt now. Um, but then next man up after that is Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. So I'd love to get another serviceable RB2, RB3 kind of deal. And uh, I've got Ertz and Hawkinson, so the tight end room is pretty strong. So thinking about making an offer, maybe include one of those guys and a pretty yeah. serviceable yep. running back, and yep. I would consider those offers.
1: Yeah. All right, guys, uh, be sure to check out Ken's podcast, Super Fantasy Brothers. Cam, thanks for joining us, and good luck in week nine. Always a pleasure. Thank you. All right, thanks to Cam for joining us. Uh, Suggs. have you subscribed to this podcast yet?
0: Uh, I have listened to a couple episodes. I have not hit that subscribe button, but I should probably do that. Yeah, you need to subscribe. Go on, he is my yeah. friend. He is my coworker. Yeah, I need to so, make that happen.
1: Yeah, and and uh, it's fun to listen to them talk about the league. I enjoy that. It, like he'll talk about his team over here in our league and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks to Cam for for joining us
0: there. Yeah, thanks, Cam. Let's move on to League Pick'Em. Zach, I have no stake in League Pick'Em this year. I am terrible, (laughs) awful. And I noticed that – I mean, you let – does Brian do the League Pick'Em officially and you just pick for the podcast? Is that how you do it? Yes, yeah. We've talked about that before.
1: Yep. Brian is the designated picker.
0: Well, he's doing well. Way better than me.
1: Yep. Yeah, he is – we got Jake in first place with 35 points, then Cam, Brian at 33 – um join i want i want us in at 32 greco picket profum at profit at 31 and uh we have some others there so everybody's still in it for sure very very close
0: um the, top, the top here the top four teams were five and two last week and that's impressive to me because there were a lot of upsets yes i mean our league was i think w- with the exception of two or two or three matchups were all upsets last week so well done on the pickem. yeah guys. Uh, speaking of, uh, well done, let's move to the all pro team. And I haven't looked, I don't know, but I feel like it's going to be bigger than it has been the last couple of weeks. So, so, uh, share with us the all pro team.
1: Yeah. And, um, I'm going to go over last week as well. So week yeah. seven and eight,
0: yeah.
2: um, because
1: I don't know if you remember, but the West coast wombats absolutely
0: went off last. Oh, week. oh man. Hey, West coast wombats scored 250 points and only twenty came from their IDPs. Yes,
1: yeah. If their IDPs had done anything, they might have broken the all-time record. Which, uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. I think it is two hundred and sixty-five points. Wow, Does that sound,
0: sound right wow. to you? I mean, they needed one IDP to to go off.
1: The the record the record was last season the almond Brothers versus Kemp's Crew in Week mm. Five, two hundred and sixty-eight point 80 points so west coast put up 252.20 points so the reason i bring that up is because here is your all pro week for week seven your top quarterback was joe burrow 47.05 points for west coast top uh wide receiver jamar chase west coast the the phantom injury out of nowhere which Mm. that was just that's been crazy uh 33 points for West Coast so that's two players for them then you had your other wide receiver was Tyler Boyd 29.50 for Greco your top running back was Eckler for Jake 36.70 your other top running back was Josh Jacobs for West Coast Wombats 36.50 hmm. it's three players your top tight end Kittle 21.80 for West, West Coast Wombats. Wombats four four players your top flex player was Kenneth Walker the third 28.80 <laughs> points for West Coast Wombats. That's five players.
0: I see a trend here.
1: Yeah. Your top kicker was Jason Myers, uh, for Greco 17 points. Uh, second was I just had to say it was it was Bullock for 15.10 for West Coast Wombats. So they, <laughs> they were they almost had a six. Um, the top DST was Dallas for Richard, 23. Your top uh IDPs Campbell, 27 points for the Almond Brothers, Roquan Smith, 22.50 for Kevin. Andrew Adams was a free agent. Twenty-two points. Uh, One Thornhill for Kansas City, a safety, nineteen point two five, and Harmon eighteen point fifty, bringing the total to three hundred and eighty-two point sixty points, mm. which was uh, the third best, yeah, of the of the season. So, um, but anyways, I think that's a record for uh, a team to have five players on the All Pro Week.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, so, absolutely, probably. Yeah.
1: really impressive if their idps had done anything uh, it would have been unbelievable their idps aren't bad either they just didn't they didn't do anything
0: so right. last so last week set's a bar i think this week exceeded it tell right, me
1: let's see let's see here your top quarterback tua hey
0: hey you feeling? welcome forget, back
1: forget russell wilson right sit down let's Get let's, on a plane and do ride. high knees. Do let's some high ride. knees on
0: your airplane, Russell.
1: <laughs> your top wide receiver, A.J. Brown, who the Titans are very much oh. missing uh, 39.60 points, where Jordan Iwan is in. Um, your top other wide receiver was DeAndre Hopkins for Kevin, 35.15. Oh.
0: Man, welcome back. Good what grief. In the world?
1: Like, we would have never made this trade, Kevin. Had we known that uh, Hopkins was going to go off.
0: He's going crazy.
1: Uh, it, and then last year he didn't have over, like, we had him. I think, I think it was uh, West Coast Wombats had him and then we had him. He did nothing for us last year. Yeah. Nothing. And now he's just returned back to elite. You know? That's,
0: did I send you the hot video that he put on yes, social yeah, media? Yeah, Man, yeah. it was really good.
1: Yeah, that was good. Um, quietly, your top running back, which I did not know because I thought it was McCaffrey, was – Alvin Kamara, Mm. 42.80 points for East Coast Wombats. McCaffrey was the other one for 41.60. So that's two huge weeks for running backs right there in the 40s. Um, McCaffrey threw for one, uh, caught a a touchdown pass, and rushed for one. So did the old trifecta there. Um, Your top tight end was Conklin for Gregco, who he picked up, 25.90. So uh, he's back on Gregco's team. Your top flex player, Derrick Henry looking like a stud running yeah, man. Point, eighty points for uh, the Almond brothers there. He might as pick, well play quarterback. Picked
0: up a backup quarterback and just carried him to a victory.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could have done that.
0: Yeah, know? Malik Willis did nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing, except through a really terrible pick.
1: That was an eye-opening experience for Malik. So I'm going to give him a couple more shots. That's right. Yeah, but uh, top kicker Nick Folk, 22.90 points for New England. Kicked five field goals. Uh, Pace picked him up. Your top DST was Seattle. They had 19 points. Jordan isn't had them, who has since then released them. And then your top IDPs, Darius Smith, free agent, 23.25. Tremaine Edmonds, Greg Co, 20 points. Is it Taki Taki? Is that what we're saying here, Suggs? Taki Taki. Taki Taki, 19.75 points, free agent. I think you should pick them up just because of that. And then CJ Gardner-Johnson, Suggs. Got him. him. 19 points. Eddie Jackson, pay 17.25. Bringing your total for week eight to... 398
0: points man i thought it was gonna break 400
1: our uh third most third highest this year
0: i thought we were breaking 400 just because in our in our league there were a lot of high scoring games yeah a lot of high scoring teams last week so yep but i was wrong yep i'm I'm wrong a lot my pick-em's wrong (laughs) most of the time the the fab and the free agents are wrong but uh (laughs) We had a big week, big week in fab and free yes. agency. So let's, uh, let's go to show me, the money. show me the money.
1: All right. This week was huge. We, I mean, I think I counted as of this morning. I'm not sure if anything else has been made since then we had 28 transactions. Wow. Um, And it just feels, it feels like to me that everybody, it, it is there are crumbs left on the free agency. I mean, usually there's a, a few guys you want to to look at, but it is is very thin out there, obviously with a a league our size, but um, let's go over the players that were picked up that had competing offers. And uh, let's see here. Let's start. Goodness gracious, guys. Wow. Okay. Let's start with uh, Rondell Moore went for 18 to pace in your face. We bid, or Kemp's crew bid 15. We bid 11 and West Coast Wombats bid six.
0: Mm. Man, That was good.
1: I was yeah. surprised he was 18. Wow. Um, also we're we're kind of reaching that point in the year where I feel like people are just going to spend to get the guy too, you know. Um donut stop believing. I gotta say this. We put in offers for a bunch of defenses and maybe three or four. Didn't get one of them. Didn't get <laughs> one, didn't get one DST. I was like, ah, we'll take wow. it. We'll take yeah. this team, we'll take this team, and, and I'd put any money on them. Uh, everybody spent fab on DSTs this week, so uh, Cincinnati went for six dollars to donut stop believing, and uh, we put in a zero dollar bid. Uh, Isaiah likely went for 26 dollars. Hey, to East Coast Wombats, who do not even have <laughs> um, Mark Andrews. Greg put in a zero dollar <laughs> bid, 26 dollars.
0: Hey, oh, man, Murlson. East Coast, East Coast Wombats, what in East the Coast world?
1: wombat spent. $42 <laughs> on Garrett Wilson. We put Let's in a $0 go. backup bid for him down our, our, uh, our oh.
0: waiver oh, priority. Oh, wow.
1: Leaving East Coast Wombats with $1. They have $1 left.
0: Garrett that Wilson has $1. Garrett Wilson had 6 points, 5 points, 1 point, 6 points, and a 17-point week.
1: Yeah. The crazy thing is, is that Zach Wilson just decided to sling the ball like crazy. So, I mean, hey. If he holds it up, it always seems like it always seems like when people make these moves that you're like, you know, what's you know, you kind of question it and it works out for him. I was just noticing last week, East Coast Wombat spent thirty-one dollars on Paris Campbell. Mm. Uh since we didn't have it last week. Thirty one dollars, Kim's crew fourteen, big orange Bullies eight, and Marquise Goodwin went for, let's see, nineteen dollars to you, Suggs. Yep. And uh, Kevin put in 11 and Kim's crew put in 10.
0: And I almost dropped him this week.
1: Yeah. What did he do this week? Anything?
0: No, nah, nothing.
1: Nothing. I'm, All right. Nothing. Seven, um,
0: seven points. But um, I, I'm always happy when I make an offer and other people make offers that are close. So, like Rondell Moore to Pace in Your Face, well played, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and
1: uh, Matt Prater went for the kicker for Arizona, went for $2. Okay. Isaiah 4031 Pace in Your Face put in a $0 bid. And C.J. Gardner-Johnson, um, the safety for Philadelphia, Suggs, you signed him for seven. Kemp's crew, six. See? And then Pace, five.
0: See, uh, and I and I specifically chose seven because I thought somebody will choose six because it's higher than five. Yeah. I'm going to go seven, and it was yeah. perfect.
1: Yeah, so all these other players got picked up. Let's see. Uh, Boston Scott went for two. Green Bay went for seven. Um, Zach Moss, six. The safety, is it Petrie? Something like that for uh, Houston. Went for five. Um, let's see if there's anybody else big. Miami. Uh, that's it. So that's your fab. Big week though. 28 transactions. All right. We have.
2: <laughs>
1: what in the world? <laughs> we have trades. We have trades uh, in the Camel ball, ball League here. We're
0: trying uh, Trying a new bumper. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> we'll get like uh, copyrighted by ESPN on that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh.
1: Um, all right. So yeah, we had a few trades. Um, Technical difficulties. Can we can we get the commish? You know, to go. We have a trade. Get that sound and say we have a trade.
0: So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get something and put it actually on the uh the playlist and not just play it. I randomly. think we
1: just need to re-record you doing all that and the, oh and everything and then I'm not.
0: Done. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> been the it's been a good week for technical difficulties at college side. So <laughs> yeah. If you were at church Sunday, it was a roller coaster.
1: Yeah. But. Uh. All right. So we had three trades since we had a podcast last, and then we traded with Jordan Iwanis and HNF Industries. We got Derwin James Jr. And we traded uh, Diablo, the the linebacker for the Raiders, and Harrison Smith for Minnesota, the safety as well. Um, we needed the safety. We were on a bye. Did not want to drop any of our safeties. Um, and so we worked out a trade with uh, with Jordan, and I think it benefits both teams. Diablo has absolutely been a, a stud tackling-wise uh, past three weeks.
0: Did we talk about the Keenan Allen trade? Pacheco, Allen, Robinson, and Tony Pollard to Big Orange Bullies for Keenan It'll Allen. Not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we did or not, but, but looking at what happened this week,
1: yeah, we talked about it because Allen Robinson went off right after we traded him. I remember. Okay. That. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and now yeah. Tony Pollard. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Big Orange Bullies is going to come out pretty good on that.
1: Yeah. That. One. That, so. that one. Yeah. I'd love to have uh, Tony Pollard for us this week. That'd yep. be great. Uh, but Diablo, well, he's on by. He's on by this week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Diablos. Solid tackler. I, I think it's it's fine. The next trade was uh, Isaiah forty thirty one and Kemp's crew, and this, at at the time of this trade, mm. I thought I thought that Jake had sent Jordan Iwanis into the ice bucket. I truly did. Um, mm. But since the trade, this is a wash. But for Jake to acquire the only other starting running back that Isaiah forty thirty one had on his team, I I do believe. That Isaiah that Jordan Wannison did not know that Christian McCaffrey had been traded to San Francisco. <laughs> I, I, and he had Jeff Wilson Jr. on his team. So all he had was Najee Harris and Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, wow. That was it. And uh so Jake pried off uh Devin Singletary from Buffalo and and traded uh another wide receiver over to, to yeah. Jordan. Yeah. But since the trade bringing in um who was it over Naeem Hines over to Buffalo. I think yeah. this is a wash at this point. Uh, yeah. I think you'll see a committee over there. So uh, that might have saved Isaiah 4031 with Jeff Wilson Jr. Getting traded to Miami to give him some value is what uh, I was hinting at earlier. So, But hey, Jordan Awadinson's team went off this week, so what do I know? Uh, Score like 200-something points this week, I think. Uh, next trade was we traded Melvin Gordon over to Greco for Chuba Hubbard. We were in desperate need of a running back and searching high and low, texting everybody, but nobody wants to part with a running back. So uh Yep, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, y- listen, Suggs, well, I got you here. I uh, responded. Yeah, you did. I know, but hey, uh, I am your insurance agent, and um <laughs> I do happen to have the handcuffs for both of your starting running backs. Mm. Maybe we can work out a deal later. Can offer mm. you uh, some life insurance here.
0: I'll I'll only trade for Denver players. Denver
1: players. Just
0: Denver players. That's well, all hey, I want now.
1: Guess what? You're in luck. You're in luck. <laughs> we have Melvin Gordon. So hey, maybe we can wow. work, work out something after this. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Let's ride. <laughs> all
0: yeah, right. That was it. Lots, That's all lots the trade. Of a flurry of trades, lots of movement, big things happening. Hey,
1: trade deadline in our league is coming up. Do you know when the trade deadline is?
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm sure. November nineteenth.
1: November hey, November 19th is our trade deadline. So uh,
0: lock them in
1: two weeks from this Saturday. Get mm-hmm. the trades going.
0: So. All right, Zach, uh, we have one more segment left and it is the picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right, Zach, let's get our matchups out of the way. First, H uh, and F industries is going up against big orange bullies this week. Uh, Zach, I feel like your team's on the upswing. Do you feel good about it? Man, this is –
1: I feel like this is a big week for us. I'm hoping everything can finally click.
0: Kyle Pitts had a 19-point game last week that had to feel good.
1: On our bench, Uh, yeah, that was great.
0: (laughs) But I'm feeling pretty high on Chase and Carver's team too. I mean, Jalen Hurts – Jalen Hurts is having a year. He's playing in Houston this week. Allen Robinson's starting to get some catches now. Uh, I'm interested to see how Chase Claypool does in Chicago – uh, he did have to roster Gibson this week over Pollard. Uh, that's going to hurt him. Uh, this one's close in my opinion, but, uh, and what, what's my opinion, really? My pick'em's terrible, but uh, I'm going to give you the edge this week. I think H and okay. F's going to win. Uh, but if guys like Robinson and Claypool pan out, uh, I would not want to play Jason Carver later in the season.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, this is our week and I'm hoping that the Thursday night prime time, stuff can mess up. Jalen hurts this week. That's our only hope. Uh, mm. so yeah, I'm hoping that's the case, but yeah, they got a good team. Um, be interesting to see what Claypool does this week. I'm
0: going for us though. Up next is strong side versus Greg Coe. Uh, Zach Gregg is struggling. He yeah. did, he did have a 200 point game last week though. Yeah. Yeah. But he stayed in the ice bucket spot. So, uh, this week, both of his starting quarterbacks have gone on by this yep. week. So he's having to uh, to fill that spot. Debo and Schultz are also on by. So I'm not going to talk anymore about this matchup. I think I'm going to win.
1: I I think that Greg thinks you're going to win. I think you're going to win. Um, tough for Greg to have all those guys on a bye this week. So, uh, yep, I'm giving it to you.
0: Donut Stop Believing is going up against Pace in your face. It's what I like about you versus what I don't like about you. <laughs> they should change
1: their uh, team names for just this yeah, week
0: just this week uh yeah. i mean risher would he used to change his team name all the time it would be yeah. confusing but uh risher has lost 3 straight uh he's got several wide receivers on by, but it doesn't matter because he has 72 starting wide receivers uh but i'm struggling with jordan's running back situation with jamal williams having to start swift is coming back um so, uh, you know, Michael Carter there with James Robinson, Jamal Williams there with Swift coming back. Um, I think Pat Mahomes is going to have a lot of points, but for some reason, I just feel like Richard's going to win this week. I'm going wow. to pick Donut Stop Believing.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, uh, Pace had a, a huge lock of the week for his interview. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it didn't, I, I think he, he fell a little short there. He lost last week.
0: The bye, bye, bye.
1: Yeah, the bye bye bye. Almost had the lock of the week there. But, uh, pace, I'm going to pick you up, dust you off. I think, uh, you're going to win it this
0: week. So I'm giving his pace. East Coast Wombats versus the Almond Brothers. Uh, man, the the O Train needs some coal, man, or, and, or something. And,
1: and let me tell you, they got up, both of these teams got some work to do, um, with uh, empty lineups. So let's, uh, let's be sure to get full lineups, even if you have
0: guys on bye weeks. I know it's tough, but, <laughs> Zach, between bye weeks and injuries and unmet expectations, these teams are gutted. Uh, but the Allman brothers definitely come into this week with more firepower. They are lucky that they're playing East Coast Wombats this week, especially Derek
1: Yeah, especially with Derrick Henry.
0: Uh, I'm going to pick the Allman brothers, yeah.
1: It'll be interesting to see how Pierce does this week against the Philadelphia defense. Uh, they're really going to have to have a big game from him. AK, again, had the huge week last week. Can he duplicate that on Monday Night Football? They got two big prime two of their best players on primetime games this week which always makes me just a little bit nervous but hey so do the almond brothers they got uh we got the sunday night game tennessee at, at kansas city so uh it should be fun to watch between these two um i think i'm gonna have to give it to the uh, east coast wombats though with uh their running backs right there
0: up next is isaiah 40 31 versus golden eagle football club um Zach, last week, Kyler Murray scored 30 points. Derek Carr scored three. And yeah. this week, Jordan has a bench full of bye week players. Uh, although he has A.J. Brown, unlike the Titans. Um, and McCaffrey's on a bye. I think Cam's got to plug some holes this week. Uh, but I, I think Cam's going to win. I'm going to pick Golden Eagle football. Court
1: yeah, I think Cam's going to win as well. I know that Jordan had a huge week last week. Um, but I, I, I think I got to give it to Cam on this one, even though he is – He is missing his two big running backs uh, in Zeke and and McCaffrey, but I'm going to get to Cam.
0: Up next is Tecmo Power Runners versus Your Worst Nightmare. Zach, we've said this a few times this year, but uh, Tecmo Power Runners are loaded. Lamar Jackson, Cooper Cup, Leonard Fournette, Stevenson. Now Naeem Hines goes to Buffalo uh, and sits in their flex spot. But if you look at Kevin's team, who's in 13th place, his team's loaded too. DeAndre Hopkins... Uh, Cousins and Jefferson together. ATN Jr. is going off. He's got Mark Andrews. Um, Kevin, I believe, is going to spend the rest of the year flirting with 200-point weeks. I I think he's going to upset Tecmo this week.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to give it to Kevin as well on this one. How Etn looked amazing um, last week. And, uh, I mean, Hopkins looks like the Hopkins from years ago. So. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens moving forward, but I like Kevin's team this week.
0: It's finally time. <fruit noise> Tuck your shirts in. <yelling> Stop your yelling, because it's now time for the What's Quick Look at the Big Matchup of the Week. Zach, any time the West Coast Wombats are in Matchup of the Week, do you think that they are happy that I play the Ross Garrison bumper? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, Courtney's going to have to make me a, a secondary Matchup of the yeah. Week bumper yeah. <laughs> that he's completely capable of. Yes. Uh, but uh, this week, it's one versus two, man. West yep. Coast Wombats, have uh, they have risen. Uh, they are flying. They are moving. They are coming up. Uh, Kemp's crew has been sitting at the top spot. You you mentioned it earlier that West Coast Wombat scored 252 points two weeks ago. Um, their offense is capable of a lot. But this week, Nick Chubb and George Kittle are on a bye. Yep. Jam- Jamar Chase is out. This is not the same team no. that was there two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, this, this is a big matchup, but Jake is catching them at the right time. Jake has nobody really of importance that is on a buy or hurt for him. So uh, I, I think that Jake will will win this. I could see West Coast upsetting him um, if they can. <laughs> They're starting two tight ends. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Jake's going to win this one.
0: Yeah, the only question Jake has is Michael Thomas, right? Right. Yep. Will Michael Thomas plays? And if Michael Thomas doesn't play, he's going to have to pull Mooney out of the flex and plug in a bad running back. So that's going to be the only weird spot that he's got. But uh, um, I like WCW, but I do not like WCW this week. So I think Kemp's going to win, and he's going to keep the number one spot. All right. Uh, so that's your picks of the week. Uh, Zach, you got anything else this week?
1: Nothing else. That was at Trade deadline made me uh, – I- I'm tired from uh, thinking about it, honestly. <laughs>
0: Uh, thank you, Cam, for being our call of the week. Uh, subscribe to his uh, podcast. He has a great podcast logo, by the yes. way. Uh, so make sure you do that. And um, super fantasy brothers, super fantasy brothers. Zach, I am. Uh, I'm headed to Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, all right. Tomorrow morning for a worship conference, so I will not see you at church Sunday. Okay. But uh, I will. Uh, Be watching the balls. I'll be watching the balls. That's right. All right. We are out. Have a great week. All right, see you guys.
1: Rocky Top, you'll always be home, sweet home
0: to me. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky Top Tennessee. Rocky Top Tennessee. Rocky Top Tennessee.